Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And once again, thank you for tuning into my podcast. You know it, the Becca Sweet Show. And coming to you again from the big city. Yes, thank you again for tuning in. And today on my podcast, I am going to be talking about the Buffalo Massacre that happened on May 14th of this year of 2022. And it occurred in Buffalo, New York at a Topps Friendly Market store a supermarket in the Kingsley neighborhood on the eastern side of the city. Ten people were killed and three others were injured. Eleven other victims were black. The shooter live-streamed the attack on Twitch. Now, before I get into this, I don't know if gun violence is ever going to be stopped. It is something that continues to grow. And as this was a hate crime, and I believe after this shooting, there were other shootings. I believe one in Texas and another one in California soon after this shooting. Now, as I normally do, I will not name the suspect, the shooter. And if you all don't know, he is in police custody. And he is also, I believe, 18 years old and is known to be a white supremacist. Okay. Now... I have a lot to cover here in less than an hour, and I will have to say this. There is no room for hate. And from what I believe, I am from the South, but I am from Florida. And Jacksonville, Florida, where I'm from, it's not far from Georgia. And you have uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Um, We're like below the map, okay? Now, I believe, as I have known or heard about, a lot of white supremacists want to believe that they were born to hate. And as I have witnessed and heard that hate is taught. Because if you look at it this way, Okay, for example, two women can give birth. One is black, the other is white. Okay? Or it could be another race, Asian, Hispanic, um, you know, it, it, it goes on, right? Um, so, now, she gives, the two women give birth. And let's say 
um, like the movie Brooke Shields uh, starred in when she was very young, um, The Blue Lagoon. But those were two kids and they were the same race, right? But I think you're getting my point. So two women, different races, give birth. Now, I don't want to say this will ever happen, but let's say like the Blue Lagoon movie. Um, they can make a remake on this. Now, there's two kids. It could be boy or girl. It could be girl, girl, boy, boy, or so. However, however it resonates with you, however you want to think in your mind. Now, these two kids, one's black, one's white, or one's Asian, one's white, one's Hispanic, one's black, it doesn't matter. And by the way, white supremacists, before I get into that example, white supremacists believe that if you're not 100% white or whole bred white or look white or however it goes, to all of them, we're the same. Whether you're Hispanic, Indian, Asian, Jewish, however it go, they, they don't like anyone that's just not white. Considered white, 100% white. That's white supremacists. So when people come with all of this, um, oh, I'm this and I'm that and I think I'm better than you because I'm this. I'm like, look, let's get you in front of a white supremacist. okay? and they would say we're all the same. So now that's what I know. That's what I heard of. Because growing up in Florida, I did go to school with some kids that come from a family that was white supremacist. I mean, they had a Confederate flag in their yard, okay? So it doesn't matter if you were Native American, which I have in my blood, um, if you were Asian or Hispanic or however, however you uh, think it should go, um, to a white supremacist, again, you are all the same. If you were walking down, let's say the street, and God, I don't, you know, I don't wish any of this on any of you listening to this, but if you were walking down, let's say the road, like uh, the, the guy, Rassiso Ahmad Aubrey, and they saw you jogging or walking, and they think they had a shot to kill you, they'll kill you. If they thought you were Jewish, they'll kill you. If they thought you, you, you black, you look black, they'll kill you. Um, if you're Hispanic, they'll kill you. If you're Native American, they'll kill you. They're white supremacists. So if you're not white walking down that street, guess what? They're not going to bother you if you're white. But if you're not white, yeah, um, I, I don't know if you will ever make it out alive. Because growing up, as I heard about white supremacists, they're like anybody that's not white that get in our way. If they're in our territory or if we just happen to see them, we got a gun, we got a knife, whatever, we kill them. And honestly, that is so sad. It is so sad that the world we live in, people think that way. Again, hate is taught. It is taught. You didn't, you, 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 it was taught. And for whatever reason, people have their different opinions, but I don't hate on anything because there is no room for hate. Now, going back to my example. So, however it resonates with you, you have two different races. 
for some reason they're alone in a room they're babies or let's say blue lagoon they're on the island let me tell you something they're gonna learn they're gonna learn to love one another they're gonna probably look at each other and say hmm okay because right away right if it's a boy or a girl you pretty much know the difference that's why whoever's listening if you haven't watched the movie blue lagoon you should watch it um when I was little, my mom would not let me watch it. She's like, no, it's bad. But it teaches you about learning the difference in a human being. Learning how to do things on your own. It teaches you how to be independent. It teaches you like, wow, we we both dropped on this island, this boy and this girl. And then as the movie goes along, you know, they ended up, you know, what we what we hit puberty right and then the girl's like telling the boy stop looking at me because he's looking at her you know chest right her jugs however you want to call it um and you know then they do whatever and you know so gotta watch the movie (laughs) um so the thing is when people say hate i was born this way no hate was taught Okay, um, and if if you're not white and you're another race, at some point in your life, you have dealt with racism. Um, and don't get me wrong, you have blacks, uh, you have other races that are racist. Um, and then I hear where people say where um Jewish people they're they're rude or they're mean or they're aggressive or I'm like I don't know where you're getting this information from because just because people have their own community or people um just hang around or let's say associate with people that's the word to use associate with people that they know or in their family well-being that does not mean that they don't like you if you go down their neighborhood that doesn't mean I mean yes I can go down an Asian neighborhood um I can go down a Jewish neighborhood um even in the south I can go down a um uh, let's say white neighborhood and yeah I can feel a little bit uncomfortable but it goes back to having you know confidence like just I'm there for a reason okay maybe I have an appointment um or you know I, I, I may be a tourist or so but and, and you know in New York City here um you know going to like Chinatown uh I mean, I I go down there and I buy things and I explore and I take photos. I mean, like when I first came to New York, I took a lot of photos. Um, But, you know, anywhere we go, we are going to experience racism. And, you know, I tell people all the time that you can literally preach, um, talk, sing, however you want to let's say do it and it's not going to get any better but 
starting with you and I, we can make it better. So we should not try, we should do, okay? So trying and doing is two different things. And I would say this, when I experience or look at someone that has, I would say a disbelief that 98% of people would not agree with them. I just look at them as if like, wow, I don't know where you get your info from. I don't know how you get up in the morning and, and just go about your day or I mean, like who raised you? Who are your parents? Um, do you have any children? Because if you're thinking that that way, imagine how your kids are going to be when they get older and when they're able to process on their own. So I'm going to be like, it's going to be like such a sad, sad world, um, you know, because the environment that we live in and I mean basically my parents they taught me to love and respect people that's one of the things some of the things that my parents taught me and I thank God every day that I come from a very respectable loving caring home Okay, because my parents taught me at a very young age to don't see color, don't judge someone for who they are. Now, whatever your belief is, whatever your because I have, you know, people that say to me, well, I don't like this person or that person because they're that way or they do this. I'm like, look, you are your your own self. Okay, don't worry about, you know, what they're doing, how they're doing things. You have to worry about you. And not so much worry because, you know, worrying gives us wrinkles. But I would say, and of course, worrying can stress you out and worrying can just down your day. But I would tell people to be uplifting and focus on yourself. Because when you focus on yourself, you make yourself better. And people around you, as I say, they notice that. Okay. So, what, what I want to say is this. The world is not going to get any better. I mean, I just don't see that happening. Because, again, it takes a lot of people, different personalities, you know, different things to make up the world, okay? It takes. Now, the victims in a Buffalo supermarket shooting, I'm going to name their names. And I want us to take a moment of silence for the victims. And 
I apologize if I am saying their names wrong, um, but hopefully I get most of them right. So, um, Celestine Shawnee, 65, Roberta A. Dury, 32, Andre McAneel, 53, Catherine Maze, 72, Marcus D. Morrison, 52, Hayward Patterson, 67, Aaron Salter Jr., 55, Geraldine Tolly, 62, Ruth Wentfield, 86, Pearl Young, 77, and I believe it was Pearl Young, 77, um, a grandmother, um, you know, because the Bible says once you pass the age of 70, you live your life, even for Catherine Macy, um, 72. Um, Hayward Patterson, 67, he almost made it. Ruth Winfield, 86, she made it. But think about these people. Think about these people. They have one, Roberta A. Duro, Dury, sorry, 32. And she was very young than most of these people that I named. She was in her early 30s. But think about these people. The names that I mentioned, each and every individual. That day that they went to that supermarket, it was one guy that really touched my heart um, that the family was saying that it was his son's third birthday and he went in there to buy a birthday cake. So sad, so emotional that a coward can walk into a supermarket and destroy lives because he hate black people. I mean, how dare you? Like, what gives you the right to just be that way and then film it live and then there is the 911 dispatcher right that's on leave right now her job is in jeopardy because she was hanging up on people they were calling the police 911 saying we're in the supermarket we're trapped we're we need help she's hanging up on people like who does that right you have people innocent people um, a gunman in a supermarket and she's just hanging up on them. It's so sad. I mean, because as they say, you never know where life can just take that awful turn. It, like, you just never know, as they say, what death is. So let's take a moment of silence to think about the victims and all the victims that died of gun violence.
Okay. May God rest her soul. And my condolences to the families and the victims. And also my heart goes out to anyone that ever um, and their families that been a part of gun violence or any murders. Heart goes out to them. So as you know, 10 amen for that. A- a- amen on that. Amen. Um, God rest their souls. Um, so 10 people, as you know, are killed and three are wounded in the mass shooting in Buffalo, New York at a supermarket. So now the teenage gunman, uh, he was a white supremacist. Um, uh, he opened fire at a supermarket, as you know, in Buffalo um, on Saturday and um, killing 10 people and injuring three more and almost all of them black. And it is one of the deadliest racist massacres in recent American history. And I saw a different video because me, I can't take, I can't watch much, but he shooting at a white guy. He's like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> like him doing that and anyone out there that have hate, like, what are you trying to prove? The same thing with nine 11. Um, there were different reasons behind that. Um, and then there were the teenage white um, boy. I say boy because, you know, they're teenagers. Um, well, at the time he was a teenager, the white um, boy that walked into the church. Um, I don't know. I believe it was in South Carolina. I'm not sure. But he walked into a church and opened fire. Like he joined the church and then he just pulled out a gun and started shooting people like they invited you in and now they're saying um and I believe in California recently there was a shooting at church and and they're saying now people literally they're gonna have to check people at the door like they're gonna have to check their bags they're gonna have to even with the subway um um, you know, recently that happened not too long ago with the guy walking on the train and open firing. He didn't kill anyone, I don't believe. But people were just, I mean, you can't go anywhere these days. You you, you just literally can't go anywhere these days. Because this is the reason all through my time being on this earth so far, and I'm still young, I have friends, even family. I go into the store and I'm just grabbing things fast. I'm getting out. And I've literally had people say to me, like, why are you, like, moving so fast? Well, I'm like, I'm trying to get out the store. Or I'm trying to, you know, because you just don't realize that it can literally be your last time. I mean, even if you go to a game or you go to a concert or you go to an event or you go, you just don't know. Like, it's just crazy people. And now they're going to have all these different metal detectors. Um, When I was in school, because of Columbine and, you know, different things they had, but they didn't do it every day. They did it, um, uh, I would say, probably every three months like you go to you know you come to school and 
uh, they had metal detectors and put up or they would scan everyone and making sure no one had a gun. Well, those days nobody had a gun, but I would probably say I was lucky. There were fights at my school. Um, once my siblings and I, um, we, uh, we went back and forth the Catholic school and because uh, <laughs> I, I love the Catholic school, but we went back and forth Catholic public school. But, um, and I kind of like that back and forth because I made new friends. But anyways, um, you just got lucky because there were, um, there were days, you know, you would go to school and I would say, like I said, when I got to high school, middle school was great and Catholic school was great, but middle school was great. But high school, there was some crazy kids when I went to high school at the time and there would be fights, but luckily no one died. Um, luckily, no one brought a gun to school and they were always like, you know, down on me about Columbine or, um, you know, wow, you know, that could have happened, you know, um, and Columbine was one of the biggest school massacres. Um, I mean, these these boys said that they were bullied, and I watched the documentaries on that. And I, I mean, I was gonna do. Someone asked me to do a podcast. A couple of people on that, maybe five to ten people. You act. You all asked me to. Do. I just can't bring myself to it because I cry emotionally because those kids, um, they did not deserve that, and the one boy um he was black that they shot because it was predominantly like a all white school um if i'm using the correct word um it was all it was all white school um basically not all white but mostly white kids went there and they he was hiding under i believe in the library he was hiding underneath a desk or so or table sorry table and they said you know the word that they mostly call us blacks and and they pulled them out and they shot them and you know it's just it's sad um it's sad what goes on in this world and the mother um one of the mothers of the killers said that I did not know my son had a gun. I did not know my son was drawing hate. I didn't know that my son... Because those boys that kill kids and teachers at Columbine, they just, they didn't care what race he was. They were just shooting. They were, they were mad, saying, I'm being bullied and I'm being... And then some of them, uh, they did let them go because they were nice to them. Um, I remember going to school that there were kids that were being bullied because I was popular in school. And, like, again, my mom and dad taught me to be nice to everyone. Like, treat people with respect, um, even if they, you know, they're rude to you. Like, don't let them shove you around um, because I didn't want to be, like, in trouble or get expelled or whatever. But I didn't believe in fighting. But my dad taught me to fight. If you have to fight, fight. But luckily no one messed with me and um because <laughs> they know my older sister would whoop their butt but nobody messed with me um but like I said I was popular um you like yeah Becca go figure but anyways um but I remember there were like certain kids that would get bullied and I would be nice to them 
And I always think about that, like with Columbine, if that would have happened like at my school and those, some of those kids that were bullied, um, would they have like taken my life? You know, they probably would have spared me, right? Because I was nice to them. And then there was this one girl, um, she was very religious, um, which was sad. Um, are we talking about gun shooting here? Um, she was very religious and it was sad. I believe her name was Rachel. And sorry, uh, I believe her last name, I, I don't know, but her name was Rachel and she loved God. Like, I love God, and I'm sure most of you love God, but she loved God, and her name was Rachel. And one of the gunmen asked her, do you believe in God? And she said yes, and he shot her point blank, I believe, in the head. Sad. And before she died, she told her friends, her family, that I don't think I'm going to be here much longer. And that happened. Um, Because I watched a documentary on it. Documentary, sorry, because I'm like kind of emotional. I watched a documentary on it. She was, um, because I'm emotional right now, but she had drawings. And her dad and mom say when it happened, their heart sank. They, They just cannot believe that their own daughter can see her death. And it's sad. I mean... I don't have any kids yet, but if I had children or even one child, I will be so scared um, having my child go to school because you just don't know where death is. Um, you know, you, a, a parent get that phone call and they're like, or, or, you know, you look on the news and there's a shooting. I mean, you just now you go, like I said, you go to the supermarket, you go to the store, um, you just... It's sad. And, 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 you know, half of the time when you're in the store, your mind is on, okay, I need to buy this. I need to get this. Or like the guy um, in there for his son's birthday. Uh, I believe it was his son turning three. And, and you know, you're just going in and, and you're just like, okay, I need to get this. I need to get that. Um, oh, I, I, um, I mean, yeah, I'm low on food. Um, I have a party coming up I need to get things for. Um, And it's sad. Or you just want to go and buy, you know, your favorite canned food. And and the the list goes on. And it's sad. And you just cannot even live in this world. Because fear... And, you know, a lot of people, including me, say, well, I'm not going to let that stop me. And no, you can't, you know. But like I tell people, your house is your safe haven. Your home is your safe haven. Your home. And the gunman, you know, he was 18. Well, he was, he was 18 because he's still alive. And I and I thought at one moment um, I was driving when I heard the news. I had it on CNN in my car. And I thought that he pulled the gun on himself. And then I'm like, oh, he, he's alive? And because, like, no, the, gun, the gunman is in custody. And I'm like, oh, he's alive. Um, but he's from a small town in New York. Um, and I believe they say he drove, like, 200 or more than 200 miles 
to the mount, um, you know, his attack. Uh, and yeah, I could, I could even, cause some people uploaded the video. Like I couldn't even watch it. It was just so bone chilling. Um, you know, uh, they said that he posted online, um, um, he had like racist rants and anti-immigrant views, um, you know, that claimed that white Americans were at risk of being replaced by people of color. And in the video that appeared to have, I mean, I think been, been captured by the camera affixed to his helmet, an anti-black racial slur can be seen on the barrel of his weapon. And I mean, people, you know, get over it. Okay. Get over your hate. Get over it because babies are being born every day. People can date whatever race they want to date. It doesn't matter who, why do you care? Um, like I say, if you want, go build your own island, okay? Whatever, do what you want to do. But your hate, if anybody out there hating, you need to stop hating. And because it's it's crazy how people just think black people taking over. Like, what do you? What, yeah, what? What? Because of music? Because of sports? Um, what? Black people taking over? And then I heard someone say to me that there are more blacks than whites. I could believe someone said that to me. You know, someone said that to me recently. And I just thought, like, what? Like, what? When I go outside, because I live in a state where there are just different races, different people. And when I go outside, I see different colors. Now, if you go, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, if you go to areas, some areas have... A lot of Italians. Some areas have a lot of blacks. People know Harlem. Some areas have a lot of Chinese or Koreans. Chinatown. Um, I mean, and it goes on. It's a community. Uh, you have Hispanics in Washington Heights, uh, Inwood. It goes on. I mean, you go to some places in Jersey and in New York here, like where people, they don't even speak English. They don't speak the American language. And you're looking at them like, I want to buy this. Or I would like this, you know. And they're like, sorry, no English. And I'm saying to them, so only Espanol. They're like, yeah, Spanish. But hey, if they don't want to learn the American language. I'm pretty sure that someone they know in their family, loved one, that can speak the language. Now, there's some people tell me, well, what if someone in their family passed away? I'm like, look, I'm pretty sure maybe they know 10 people that speak English um, that's been here longer than them. Or, well, that's per laziness. I'm like, look, I mean, I would not move to France or Germany or another, I mean, honestly, if I couldn't speak, I mean, I hear that French is a lot harder than learning English or Spanish, but I mean, I, I wouldn't, I mean, but then again, who knows, you know, what we might, 
do um maybe a loved one move over there we move with them you know uh, you know but i mean me um personally i would be trying to learn it myself i mean because i'm all about independent being independent and i'm all about being a fighter and getting through things and i wouldn't want to depend on someone else for my living ability you get what i'm saying like i wouldn't want to like uh burden them and be on them and you know constantly want to do this and that and I don't understand what this is because I've been to France and yeah there's only very few that can speak English and I feel like I am this fish in this fish bowl and I'm like and all these sharks around and all these people and all these big fish and I'm like oh my god um so, yeah, so where, where the gunmen attack, I'm not going to say its name. Um, it's a largely black neighborhood in East Buffalo. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's it's sad what's going on in the world. It, it really is. And, you know, gun violence in the United States, um, you know, the public health tragically affecting communities all over the United States. You know, every day more than 100 Americans die by gun violence including 64 who die by firearm suicide, 39 Americans who die by firearm homicide, and three who are killed by other forms of gun violence. In addition, every day nearly 200 Americans visit the emergency department for non-fatal firearm injuries. Over half of these cases are a result of a firearm assault, and additional 37% are, um, you know, um, International injuries. Overwhelming evidence shows that firearm ownership access is associated with increased suicide and firearm deaths and injuries. Um, and I believe that's um, inattentional firearm deaths and injuries. These injuries or deaths are preventable, and we must advocate for evidence based solutions to make gun violence in the U.S. rare and abnormal. And, you know, someone, you know, they asked me not too long ago, um, you know, can you buy a firearm? I'm like, yeah. And, and, you know, how, and I told them and they're like, wow. I'm like, yeah, people say it's easy to get a gun. Um, you got money? Yeah. Uh, Walmart sell them, I believe. And I just, oh, my God. When, I, when, when the word gun, people say, well, I, I have this big home and I'm out here and you know, in the woods, and I, I think I need to get a gun. I'm like, no, you need to get, like, four Watt Rallers and two Dobermans and uh, one big bear, and, you know, that's what I would do. I'm like, you know, I wouldn't get a gun because, like they say, guns don't make you safer. Only a firearm increases one likelihood, one's likelihood of dying by homicide, suicide, and in, uh, intentional injuries, Okay. So intentional injuries. So I mean, there have been people like there was one nurse I knew um, here in the city, and she says like it, this before I talked about this, and she was telling me um, like there was someone that was brought to the emergency room because they accidentally shot themselves. They were cleaning their gun. I believe it happened to uh, the guy that was in the band Chicago. Uh, you know, the lead singer. Um, I believe his name was Terry Kath, and. He died by, um, I don't know if he was cleaning his gun. I, I don't believe it was suicide, but I believe he was cleaning his gun or playing with the gun and he accidentally shot himself and he died instantly. 
so that's what I'm saying. Like having guns and I, I mean, I, I just could not. I mean, people, they get it for safety. Um, they get it. Like I said, again, if you're going to do that, um, I, if I had a house out where I don't want to be bothered, um, it's beautiful to be that way. You know, I, I love being private. I love privacy. I don't mind being alone. I'm fine with that. But, you know, just the thought of owning a gun. Um, so, as I said, it's really sad. Um, you know, what do you think, tell me, what do you think we can do as individuals to stop gun violence? That's why I like to hear from you. Let me know. Um, yeah. Let me know what you think. Tell me. How can we prevent gun violence? Is there an answer to gun violence? I would like to know. Thank you again for tuning into my podcast. I really appreciate all the love, the support, the following, the views, the shares, the likes, the comments. I really appreciate it. Um, as you know, I, I always say it here. You are loved and you are special. And I really appreciate the love that you give me. I really do. Thank you. And I love what I do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, I got an emotion. I got emotional there. But yeah, it, it's sad because... It's, it's really sad. I'm lost for words when it comes to how the way people think. You know, they just... And I mean, literally going around hurting people. I mean, it's just... It's sad. You know, it really is. I mean, why do you have to hurt people? You know, it's, it's really sad. Um, we should bring joy to one another, right? We should bring peace, joy, harmony love, respect we should bring to one another okay, and we should not bring violence, violence is not the answer, it's not the answer okay love is the answer so again thank you so much for tuning in and again thank you for listening and until next time take care of yourself, God bless you and see you here again so long